All I care about today is answering one question. How will you respond? My name's Jake Thompson, your Chief Encouragement Officer, and this is the Compete Everyday Podcast, a show designed to help driven people build a winning mindset so they can build their winning life. Welcome to the show. Hey, competitor, Jake here, your Chief Encouragement Officer, and welcome back to the Compete Everyday Podcast. As I ask you in the beginning, how will you respond? What will you do when you're forced to change? I was listening recently to the Book of Basketball podcast and and heard a story from the early NBA days that I wasn't aware of. Did you know that it was actually illegal to dunk the basketball in college basketball for a while? See, in the late 1960s, Louis Alcindor Jr. was the most dominant player in college basketball. The rules in college basketball were a little weird in that as a freshman, you couldn't play. You had to kind of be on the practice squad, freshman squad. And so Lewis, standing seven feet, one inches tall, couldn't play his first year at UCLA. But his sophomore season, his first season as a starter, he was instantly one of the most dominant players in the game. He scored 56 points in his first game. He would quite literally dunk on all of his opponents. Alcindor Jr. was just unstoppable that year and and really his entire career. But his sophomore season, he led the Bruins to a 30-0 national championship season. They never lost a game. And then, in just a move that continues to baffle me, completely racially motivated, the bigoted leaders of the NCAA banned dunking. They would actually sit and watch teams doing warm-ups and layup drills and then enforce technical fouls on dunks. If you did it in a game, ooh, that was bad, but they would even enforce it if you did it during warm-up. The the racist, I mean, the, the NCAA officials claim that it was for player safety. They claimed that over 1,500 student-athletes had been injured trying to dunk. They claimed that it was about a a move that had nothing to do with skill. Dunking was a height advantage. There was no skill involved, so they wanted to take it out of the game. Legitimately, that's what they claimed. In reality, it's because Alcindor was just completely dominating opponents. He would tower over them, and he would dunk on them, and it would impose just his will. It would intimidate guys. So what did one of the best players in college basketball do when they outlawed his go-to move, a move that he was just unstoppable at? He responded like a champion. He changed his game to fit the rules. He worked with Coach John Wooden on more skills. He went back, actually, to a move he learned as a kid. It's called the skyhook. In fact, it's like a sideward angle shot up and over your head that was designed to help you get a shot in over taller opponents. Well, when you're seven feet tall and you can execute a skyhook, the move is unstoppable. Alcindor and the Bruins went 88 wins and two losses during his career. They won three straight national championships during his three seasons as a starter, and that started off UCLA's dominant run of seven straight NCAA titles. 
You may be wondering why you've heard the name Louis Alcindor Jr. And well, maybe you're more familiar with the name most people know him as, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That was the name he took after converting to Islam right before going into the pros. And he took that skyhook to the NBA. He went on to win Rookie of the Year. He won MVP and Finals MVP as well as a championship in his second season. He, over the course of his historic NBA career, won six MVPs, two Finals MVPs, and six NBA titles. Not bad for a player who was forced to change his game. In fact, it was probably that move, the racially motivated, ignorant move of the NCAA to get rid of dunking that created Abdul-Jabbar into one of the greatest players in basketball history. They thought by taking away the dunk they would stop him, but what they did was create an opportunity for him to become a more dominant player by learning how to develop more moves. He had every reason in the game to pout, to complain, to to do what he wanted, even though it would get him in trouble, to sit out, to not take basketball seriously. But instead, he said, okay, cool, take away my dunk. I'm going to show you how I'm still going to be great. And so that brings me to you today, because there's going to be challenges in life where what you want to do or what you've always done well or what you hope to do is taken away. And a lot of times that's taken away by things outside of your control. How will you respond in those moments? I think back to almost two years ago to the date for so many of us when COVID hit. The way we were used to working changed. The things that we relied upon doing were taken away. Some of us responded effectively. Some of us didn't. But the good news about that is what happened two years ago doesn't really matter today other than to provide you a lesson. It can be a reminder of what you're capable of or it can be a lesson of what you want to do differently. Because the most important day isn't then, it's today. I I see too often most people simply complain when the situation isn't in their favor, it isn't ideal. Whatever they wanted to do is taken away. They say, if only I could. It's like their go-to excuse for why they've mailed in their efforts or why they've just given up when it shouldn't be, if only I could. The attitude should be, well, if I can't do this, what can I still do to get my goal and how am I going to do it to the best of my ability? That's the winner's mentality. It's about not letting what you can't do keep you from making the most of what you still can do. You can complain when things outside of your control force you to change and take away your ability to dunk the basketball, or you can take on the challenge, develop your version of the skyhook, and compete at a level that's so much higher than you ever could have before. You get to make the choice. Will you respond to the challenge, to the things outside of your control, focusing on what you still can do and finding a way to still win? Or you'll be like everybody else and simply cry, complain, and give up. I know better, competitor. I know you're capable of so much more than that. So I'm cheering for you today to make the right choice. Develop your skyhook. Don't worry if the situation isn't ideal or things have been forcing on you to change. Find a way to still win. And I'm cheering for you to go do that. Get after your day, competitor. 
Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. To get in touch with the team, drop us an email to podcast at competeeveryday.com. And to find out more about our resources, content, and gear that will help you build that winning mindset so you better compete for your best life, visit competeeveryday.com.